Okay, we're in the Yudalad Amad Aleph. Okay, but the last thing we had was the uh, the two guys, the Charitz and the tail, right? Achashverosh and uh, Haman, sort of uh, bargaining that they basically want the same thing, so they're happy to to make their deals. Okay, the Pesach says about, oh, we're like eight lines down, it says, Be'asar HaMelech et Tabato. It says, the king removed his ring. Amar Rabbi Abba Bar Kahana Gedolah Hasarat Tabat Yoter Mar Ba'im Bushmona Nevi'im Bushavan Nevi'oj Nitabu Lam Yisrael. It says, the transfer of the ring and the aftermath was greater or more powerful, more effective than all 48 male Nevi'im and seven female Nevi'ot who prophesied for the Jewish people. Shekulan Loach Zirun Lemutav. Because all of them basically failed to get the Jewish people to return back to the proper path. But handing over the, the, uh, the ring, you know, but also, again, and the aftermath, got the Jewish people like, whoa, okay, we're a little nervous here. This is not going well. We have to return to do tshuva. Because on that topic, the Gemara is a famous brighter. There were 48 male Nevi'im, 7 female Nevi'ot, who prophesied for the Jewish people. They did not reduce or add to what the Torah said. This is a very fundamental principle, that the Nevi'im did not add or take away anything from the Torah. They're just reflecting the Torah. That's right. There's the only thing that was added in the books of Tanakh to the... To the to the mitzvah. My darish, so what was the drush that sort of allowed them to do that? I'm Rabbi Chia Bar Abin, I'm Rabbi Yoshua Ben Karcha, Umam me Abdut lecherut amrin and shira, mimit lechayim lekolshkin. It's a basic svara. If we go from slavery to freedom, and you see at Mitzrayim, we sing a shira, okay? So from mita to chayim, from death to life, all the more so. So therefore, it makes sense that we should have a celebration of a holiday to, you know, to again to rejoice in the salvation. Where it says, well, So if that's the case, we should also say halal. But we don't, if you know, we don't say halal on Purim. So here's the famous Gemara. But why we don't say halal on Purim? The Gemara answers: Because we don't say halal on miracles in outside of Eretz Yisrael. says, "Well, that's really great, except our you know basic model of." Uh, of a celebration or praise of Hashem as you see at Mitzrayim, that was outside of the very So How do we say Halal on Pesach? You know, we do that. I'm oh, sorry, Hechem and Shira. How can we say the Shira? Shira is a song that means Halal here. Kedetanya is belonging to the bread. The Ajala Nichmas to Yisrael, the Aretz, who Shiru Kolar told the Marshira. Right? And Tobit Israel entered there to Israel. So all the lands were prepared to, uh, for saying of Shira. But Misha Nichmas to Yisrael, the Aretz, Lo Shiru Kolar told the Marshira. But once we enter the land of Israel, now the rest of all the other lands are not prepared properly for Halal. Meaning, just because there's a miracle out there to Israel, doesn't or doesn't require or warrant halal. Only things that would happen in Eretz Yisrael would warrant that. So that's answer number one. Rav Nachman Amar Kriyata Zohalela. Rav Nachman is a totally different answer. He says no. The reading, its reading, is the halal. Meaning the reading of the Megillah is the halal. What greater praise of Hashem is there than the story of the Megillah itself? So there's no need to have this formal reading of halal. We have the Megillah. Okay. So fundamentally, saying we do have to say halal. It's just in the form of a Megillah. Rav Amar. Uh, Rav says a different reason. It works well. Over there, when it comes to comes to Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the Pazik says in Hallel, Hallelujah, damn Shem, right? Praise him, uh, the servants of God. But implying they're no longer servants of Paro. That's the praise. But here the equivalent would be praise them as servants of Hashem, meaning that they're no longer servants of Achashverosh. Not true. We were still uh, servants of Achashverosh. So it's uh, so again. So according to that explanation, right? It's, again, it, it, you should have to say halal, but. I'm going to say differently. Maybe you say you don't really have to say halal at all because 
I mean, everyone's saying, everyone's saying obviously, hollow, but he's saying that there's something fundamental block and that the celebration is missing something. Right? It's missing something in the sense that we still were slaves. Could you interpret it that you only say halal for miracles in Israel and then there's one exception, which is Pesach, because of the Passover? I guess you could, but it doesn't really, it doesn't present it that way. Exactly. Okay. Now, the Gemara says, Bain Rava, Bain Rav Nachman Kasha. Right, but according to Rav Nachman, Rav Rav Nachman, there's still a difficulty. Bless you. So we have this bride which says that uh, once we enter the Eretz Israel, the other lands uh, aren't uh, prepared for uh, for hollow. The implication is that both Rav and Rav Nachman would sort of acknowledge that there should be hollow, but there's some reason why we can't, we don't do it. But the Baraita tells us it's not true. Once we're outside the Eretz Israel, there should not be hollow fundamentally. The Gemara answers, Okay, the, the answer would be that no, maybe once we were exiled, so it went back to its original. Uh, Stat, state of being prepared and being ready for uh, halal. Thank you. Okay. Gemara says vitu laka. Vitu laka means there's no more, meaning there's no more nivim. And you said it's 48 and seven. That's all we got. The aktiv. It says in the beginning, say for Shmuel, by he isha chabin min haramatayim sofim. It says there's a man. This is Elkanah, the father of Shmuel. There's a man from Ramatayim sofim. And the, implica- and the implication is, or the interpretation is, echad mimataim tofim shnitabulahem liyisrael. So uh, it was one of. Uh, one second, just to one second. Yeah, so he's one of two hundred tofim. But sofer is a lookout, like a scout. But it also can be like a seer, like a chose, we say as a navi. And it says the word ramataim, to cut up the race, it's mataim. So the implication is that there were, he's one of, that, that Elkanah was one of 200 uh, nevi'im for B'nai Yisrael. So that's not 48, that sounds like 200. So what's going on? The Gemara says, Mihava uh, Tuvahavu. So really there were many more than 48. Kedetanya, Harbein Nivim Amdulahem Yisrael Kiflaim Kiyosei Mitzrayim. There were many, many uh, Nivim, double the number of people who left Mitzrayim. That sounds like an exaggeration, but still, the idea is there's a lot. Ela Nivuashe Huchuchal Lidorot Nichtava. Rather, what's the distinction? Nivuah that was going to be relevant for all generations was written down. So you read Sefer Yeshayahu, certainly has a historical context, but it also has a certain, lo- certain, a certain amount of relevance no matter when we were reading it. But for Shalom Uchuchal, but Nibuah that was not necessary for the long for the long term wasn't uh, written down, and that's what we're talking about. Before the end, it'll be both written down. Rabbi Shmuel bar Nachmani Amar, uh, he says uh, a different interpretation of the pasuk by Ramatim. says Adam Haba This person came from two peaks that see each other. Okay, such so is totally different interpretation. It just happens to be there. Okay. Rabbi Hanin Amar Adam Habam Ibne Adam Shomdim bin Rumosha Lolam. Rabbi Hanin uh, has a diff- another, another interpretation. He says a person came, uh, comes from people who stood at the top of the world, Ramatayim, like the ro- Rumo, like the height of the world. Umanin, who are they? Bnei Korach, the sons of Korach. So it's saying the descendant of the sons of Korach. Tichtivu Bnei Korach, Lo'metu, that Bnei Korach did not die, so they were not uh, uh, killed along with the other members of the rebellion. And I guess that's uh, one of the interpretations of Ramatayim. Okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, um, one second. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Tana Mishnah Rabbeinu. Now you said something. Okay. So here's the explanation of what's going on with Korach. It says in the name of Rabbeinu that there was a place that was sort of like gathered for them in Gehenim, and they were able to stand on that place. I guess as Rumo Shal Olam. That's the idea. Like sort of like as they're tumbling down into this pit, going down to Gehenim. I guess that's the idea. It's like the physical, you know, like depths of the world. So they sort of like had a little ledge they were able to stand on and did not fall down. Okay, this said it. Let's continue. Seven Niviot, Manine, who are the seven Niviot? Sarah, Miriam, Devorah, Achana, Abigail, Chulda, Be'eser. That's seven. Sarah, Dechib, Avi, Malka, Milka, Be'avi, Yiska. How many of Sarah was in Niviot? Because it says the father of Milka and Yiska. The Amr of Yitzhak Yiska is Osara. The Amr of Yitzhak Yiska is Sarah. The Lamini Krishman is Yiska. Shesachta, Baruch HaKodesh. So if he's sort of like a, like a cloaked or in Baruch HaKodesh, something like that. Okay. Um... It says, as, as Hashem says to Avram, whatever Sarah says, listen to her, watch they listen to her, I guess because she has some form of Baruch HaKodesh, Nebuah, etc. Rabbi Lazar, uh, sorry, 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 my page is rubbed out a little bit. That's not the same interpretation of the Nebuah stuff, but it's a different interpretation. Number two, Miriam. Miriam ha Achot aharon. Says Miriam the Nivia took the the tof and she went to go sing and stuff after uh, uh, after create Yamsuf. The Gemara says, hold on a second. Achot aharon velo achot Moshe. Why does it say that she's a sister of Aaron, not the sister of Moshe? Here's a nice, beautiful, a famous story. Amrav Nachman Amrav Shaita mitnabak shehi achot aharon that she was still giving nivuah when she was only the the sister of Aaron before Moshe was born. The Omeret atida imi shetelei ben sheoshia et Yisrael. She said, my mother will give birth to a child who will save the Jewish people. So when he was born, the whole house filled with uh, light. So Ahmad Avia Unishakal Rosha. So her father got up and kissed her on the head. My daughter, your nevuah has come true. You imagine she's like a child, right? Giving this nevuah. Nonetheless, but once they had to throw the baby in the Nile, because you know, that was a decree, or they were trying to avoid the decree, but still whatever. So Ahmad Avia Bitabha Rosha. So he got up and he smacked her on the head. He said, My daughter, where's your where's your where's your nevuah now? This is what it means when the Pasuk says, It says his sister stood uh, from far away to know, like to know what would happen to him. But really it's saying, like, She wanted to know what happened with her Nebuah. Because she was thinking, oh no, maybe my Nebuah is wrong. Well, in the end, it wasn't wrong. Okay, that was number two. Number three, Devorah. Dichtiv udvarat isha nivi'ah eshet lapidot. Okay, so again, it says explicitly Devorah and nivi'ah. She's the wife of lapidot. My eshet lapidot. Shaita osab tilot lamigdash. That idea is lapidot. It's like the word tila, a wick. Well, that's not exactly the same word, but the word lapid means a torch. And she's being picked, uh, 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 wicks for the mikdash. Really, should say for the mishkan. There was no mikdash at the time. Okay. She would sit under a palm tree. What's so different about a, a palm tree specifically? Yeah, that's where Dvorah sat. We know that there's a seminary, Tomer Dvorah. Here it is. So Amr of Shimon ben Avshalom Mishum Yichud. So you sat there because of Yichud, right? If you think of other trees, some of the other trees will have very like long branches, a lot of leaves. Maybe like there's a lot more private under the trees. A palm tree, very very tall, and the leaves are way up high. There's no Yichud there. Ma Tomer Just as a Tomer only has one heart, meaning there's one big branch that goes all the way up. There's no like tons of branches. Beautiful idea. The Jewish people at that time also only had one heart for Hashem. That's a credit to her.
Next one, Chana. Tichti batit palel Chana batomer. Chana David and said, "Alatzli bi Hashem, Rama Karni Hashem." So my heart is sort of like up to, Hashem, you know, going up to Hashem. Uh, my keren, my horn, is like raised to Hashem. What does that mean? So there's a hint there. They said, "Rama Karni velo Rama Pachi." My horn is raised, but not my jug. What does that mean? There were different ways of carrying around the liquids in those days. You can carry it around in a horn. That was one way. You can carry it around in a jug. So he says as follows: "Zabidu Shlomo shnim shachu bekeren." So she's predicting basically Dovin and Shlomo who were anointed with a Karen with a horn so their Malchut was lasted for a long time. Okay, that's Ramak Karni Bahashem. But Shaul and Yehu Right, so they were anointed with a, a flask or a jug which is fine but their, their Malchut did not last and that's the idea that she had this like insight that she was able to say Ramak Karni Bahashem that uh, those Malchut would last. Uh, furthermore, she says in her tefillah, "In kadosh Hashem ki in biltacha." There's no one holy like Hashem. Because there's no one not really biltacha means no one like you or no one aside from you. Amarav Yudah Bar Menasha Altigrav Biltecha Ela Levalotecha. Don't read it as um, like aside from you, but rather Levalotecha means to outlast you. The valot sometimes can mean to like wear away, but it can also mean to outlast. So here's a nice idea. That Hashem is different from people. When a person uh, makes things, so his uh, the things that he creates, I guess the, the, the quality things, they outlast the person. Right? You build a building, and the building will last for a very long time even after the person passes. But Hashem outlasts his creations. But in Sur Kalokenu, she says, there's no Sur rock like Hashem, but what we interpret as in Sayar Kelokenu. There's no Sayar like a, uh, like a craftsman or, or like a painter or a creator, like the one who forms things. Adam Tsar Tsura Agabi Akota, a person can like paint a you know a picture on the wall. But he can't give it life, he can't give a spirit and a soul and in, uh, organs and in, and innards. God can create a tsura in a tsura, right? He puts a baby in the mother's womb. He gives him all the uh, you know parts of life. Okay, that was all about uh, Hannah. Abigail. Okay, Abigail had this uh, husband, Naval, and she ended up marrying David. So she was in the Bia too, apparently. She was, she was riding on the donkey, and she went down to the uh, hidden part of the mountain. And the idea was she tried to save her husband's life. So her husband had been very rude to David. David wants to kill him, and she tried to save her husband's life. The, uh, the, the Gemara says, Baseter Hahar, why does it say the hidden part of the mountain? Mean Hahar, by the should just say, she's going down the mountain. So, Amorabah Vershmul, al iske dam habamina starim. So, I hint here to say that she was coming to David to ask a question about matters of blood that comes from the hidden places, right? Menstrual blood. Okay, she's asking. That's not within two minutes, not, or less. Not to Adam so she took the blood and showed it to him. Amarla, so the Rebbe said to her, "Bechimarin dam balayla." Do we really show blood at night? Meaning, we can only check the blood to see what the proper color is. You have to see if it's the proper color, if it's really a tamei or not. I can't check it at night; it's dark. So Amarla, bechidanin dinin nevasho balayla. So she did it all set up. She says, "Are you able to do dinin nevasho at night? There's a halacha you can't do dinin nevasho at night, and you want to kill my husband. So that's not you know how to do that. So it's like an old trap that he can uh, understand." So Amarla, it's a back. Her. So she says back to her, sorry, he was a Moray Bamachud, your husband. Your husband was a, uh, rebel, a rebel against the king, and uh, I don't need to actually officially judge him in court. I just need to kill him. So one second, she says back to him, no, sorry, you're not really king yet. It's true that you've been promised to be the king, but Shaul's still around, and your name hasn't spread around the world yet, so you're not really the king, so it's not really Moray Bamachud. We'll continue the story tomorrow.
Uh, All right, let's go. <laughs>